Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. Hey guys, as you know, we are huge fans of Vanga CBD, our number one sponsor of this podcast. Vanga helps us recover quickly from our workouts, have less soreness and sleep. I love the sleep with these products. Uh, we've been taking CBD for a long time, but if you're new to it and haven't tried it, um, it can be confusing and you may not know where to start. So the good news is Vanga is now offering personalized CBD plans. All you have to do is take a simple quiz and they'll get you started. Answer a few questions and ta-da, personalized CBD recommendations. It's based on you, what CBD that you need right now to meet your goals. It's super easy to take this quiz, guys. Just check it out on their website. Go over to bengacbd.com slash quiz. And you didn't hear it from us, but there is a freebie if you check this out. Um, So check it out right now. Once again, you know, I'm talking to you guys. I've hit my sleep goal here for the past 10 days straight here. And Venga has been a great part of that. Um, It improves the REM sleep cycles. And I just think over, it's an overall amazing product. If you've got questions, reach out to them, guys. It's a great team over there. And without further ado, on to the podcast. It's Tuesday. Good morning. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to the Supercast. I'm Leah Hensley. I'm Jacob Bosecker. Leah. Yes. We've been sick. My family has I've been, been sick. sick. You've been sick. <laughs> I've been sick. My daughter's been sick. The missus has been sick. We've all been sick. That's the wonderful out. thing about little babies May's age. They're cute and they're adorable, but they're petri dishes. Well, it's like I told Jess this morning. I was like, I forgot how cute she can be. <laughs> She's not puking. Well, knows. You send them off to school and daycare and they're just sick for the past, for the first like 12 to 18 months. And then after that, they develop a little immune system and you're all right. But in the beginning, I'm ready for it. I'm so over it. I'm just so freaking over it. Um, and then I finally, I, I've been, I feel like I've been a ninja, like dodging bullets, like for the past two months working on the house, getting stuff done, you know, swinging for the fences, the classic Jacob Bosecker way. And yesterday, getting belly I, I finally <laughs> got that tummy tums, the tummy rumblies. And I was, oh no, oh God, no. Oh no. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better and back at it. Yep. And we are prepping, ramping up right now for me, my next big race. I will be at Tough Mudder, Columbus, Indiana, five miles from my doorstep, Leah, I'm considering running there for my warm up. Hey, you um, guys. Yeah, I'm parking. It's well, they make you pay for parking now. Oh, that's right. I forgot about all that nonsense. $10 mandatory for bag check and parking. Now, that's they got away with it two years ago because my neighbors went over there and they just paid their $10 and camped at Sarah Land and then walked to the start line. Well, yeah. So Which, that's 
that this weekend or next weekend? When is that? That's next. That's next weekend. Do you know what Sarah Land stands for? I don't. Cummins Employee Recreational Area. Oh, that's where this venue is at. It's apparently at one time before when we were just when we could just be healthy and trust ourselves to be healthy and not have a company have to create a doctor's office for you. They would invest money in things like parks and um, things for the family. Now we don't do that anymore and people don't use that. And it's sad. I'll be in Asheville next week and I I bit the bullet. I signed up. You did Um, sign up for Asheville? Ash Vegas? Yeah, yeah. Although it's not at the normal Asheville center, Asheville location, and it's actually an hour and a half outside of Asheville, which is it's an equestrian center now. Yeah, it's at the equestrian center. So rest in I'm peace, the, glitter factory. Right, typical Spartan fashion. We're an hour and a half away from Asheville, so um, yeah, I'll be there. Well, that'll be a blast for you. Um, you know, Asheville is just such a cool race. So that is, though, that's a national race, Leah. I know that's a national series race. It's been a hot second since we've seen you at a national race, having a good time. I've been since 2018 since I've done a, a national series race. That's fun. Um, wow. But speaking of national series race, before we go talk about Asheville here in a second, we had a national series race this past weekend. We did. We had race number two in the series um, over after a, a five month hiatus. Yeah, over a five-month hiatus, we had the um, Spartan in Utah. So the series event was the Super. Yep, Uh, Super. But it was a trifecta weekend there, Leah. Yeah, it was a trifecta weekend. So everything was available to people, but just the Super counted towards the national series race. Um, So for No, it was the Beast, only the Beast. Oh, I'm beast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was the beast. Um, it was the beast. Thanks. I'm trying to like multitask here. Yes. Car before the horse here. I know. I know. I know. I apologize. The beast um, is what matters for um, for national series. So let me pull that. You, a few new names, a few regular names, but as expected, Lindsay and Ryan coming out for the W. I know they're taking the W and like. Did- Cutesies on the podium together. You know, I, I saw it coming. Saw well, it coming. Yeah, I mean, I think we both predicted that. Um, you know, when we talked last week, said it was going to be a Ryan and Lindsay, um, Ryan and Lindsay win, and and it was. But how about the surprise on the men's podium, um, upsetting some of our favorites and known names? You know, we expect uh, names. It was like- quite a mess up of. of- Podium contenders, you had names like Ryan Woods was there and Killian, and we expect all these great things. Killian takes 18th, Hosek's in eighth place. What's going on in the world? And in third place, sitting pretty is young Hawk Call. Hair feathered like an angel. You just don't see that these days, Cotton. So, you know, I realize there's people out there who, I mean, most people probably don't know who Hawk is. But there's a probably a large percentage of people that don't even know like what the significance, like who he is. You know what I mean? He's Hobie's kid. He's Hobie's Hall's kid that has been born, bred, and groomed for this since he, he has was grown up in this birth. sport. Very similar to VJ. Yeah, yeah. I mean, quite literally, he, his dad is Hawk going to be the mountain version of VJ. Oh, I would absolutely say so. Hawk led the race for like nine Nine miles miles. 
like he crushed it the whole time. Like it's not like he just kind of lucked into something with a missed spear. Like he dominated. And this is yeah, and this is something that you know you had people fighting heat exhaustion left and right. Hosek talked mm-hmm. about it. Ashley Heller, you know, she was on IV fluids. Um, yeah, yeah. Like this guy was coming out there swinging. Here's my question: Tell me, are all of the other all, all the other call children of Hobies named after birds? Because that would make really you've got Jay and Cardinal. Hobie's other kids that would be great Robin Robin that would make me so happy if Hobie's other kids were named after birds (laughs) I I don't know I know he's got a bunch of them but I don't know what all their names are I'm being I'm being a goof anyway um, no hot call there taking taking a big podium here first rodeo yeah yeah so good great I know I know so good on him um, we heard kind of consistent reports from everybody's you know post-race review everybody's basically saying the same thing like it sucked it was tough and they just classic you know trying to get back into the swing of things like it was harder than they were anticipating so you know um, it's at altitude you've got the sun beating down on you like that with heat exhaustion you're gonna dehydrate quicker if you're going into a race like this without a hydro pack you really need it i know we've had a big break here we've not seen a race like this with this technicality and this kind of right different factors we don't always we don't always think about how hard we're pushing ourselves like that. Right. So like we Uh, said, it was a trifecta weekend. So Sunday comes back and we did the super and the sprint Um, super on top. Ian Hosek. Um, No, that's good. Robert Killian. So Killian came in second and Sean Stevens whale in third for super. And then uh, Ray Coble taking top for the women with Alex Walker up there too. So you know, I'm um, happy to see Ray up there doing yeah. good. Oh, I yeah. Love so Rhea. Definitely I'm, some familiar names to us there. I miss Raya. I've not been racing like I used to. I'm not traveling the U.S., but like Raya was always just this happy gal. And it just, I miss Raya. I miss right. Raya there. Well, then after the super, you know, we had a post from Ryan and Lindsay saying, well, they missed the super because they had to go get COVID tested so that they can go back home to Canada. Um, but they were able to make it back in time to just hop on into the sprint. And both of them took a win for the sprint on day two. So goofy. Um, So goofy. Yeah. So, but, but speaking of the drama llama in the room, Leah, tell me. So there was a little, uh, email that, or was it an email or a text? I've seen both. Um, that came out Friday while everybody was traveling to the venue. Yeah. It was originally, I believe an email. Okay. So yeah, um, we're we're getting ready for race number two of the national series. Everybody's traveling. Everyone's feeling it's been a hot good. second. We're over halfway into the year. Right, right. And suddenly we find out that for the 2020 Spartan race season, 21. there is 2021. Sorry, Tari 21. There is no pro team. You know, okay. So okay. So thoughts, basically Leah, thoughts. Right. Okay. So basically what this email said is that there's no official sponsored pro team in the sense that they're not going to be paying for the racers to race. They're not paying for the transportation. It did say they'll get their registrations for free, um, but they do expect them to wear their jersey and do their promotion um, but they're not going to basically give them a stipend and they're not going to pay for their travel. So you're going to be kitted out a little bit. Um, right, you'll get, you'll right. get some of a kit. Um, right, right. 
you get registration and we expect you to wear this on the podium. Right. To which to people then right away start, you know, obviously not happy about. And I think the biggest complaint that I had seen from racers, um, I mean, yes, obviously people are going to be upset about the lack of a stipend and a travel budget. Um, but I think everybody in the free world at this point understands with COVID and everything else. But what was really bothering people was two things. One, the way Spartan was trying to spin it and saying, we're doing you a favor, basically, because we're not going to lock you into our sponsors. We're doing you a favor by allowing you to get your own sponsors. Um, but then the second piece of that is, but we don't want you to wear their stuff on the podium. We want you to wear our stuff anyway. Um, so people were kind of upset about that. And yeah, Spartan, yeah, Spartan heard it and they eventually said, um, for Utah, they were willing to do a trial to allow people to wear whatever they wanted only in the elite field on the podium, um, just to test it out to see how it goes. But age groupers um, were still required to wear finisher shirts. Ah, that's just so much bullshit. Uh, and yeah. so many different areas in my mind. Um, yeah. What's I mean, your takeaway from all of this, it, Leah? I always thought it was silly for the age groupers to be forced into wearing a finisher shirt anyway, because it's not like you're getting anything other than a medal. Um, I think it's, I think it's ridiculous right any way shape or form on that on that side because it's i I don't know okay so first of all you should be able to wear whatever you want to on the podium as long as within you know is your junk covered up yeah Uh, um you know we were always like we were always of the mindset back in the day with battle frog and i'm gonna wear a battle frog shirt on a spartan race podium oh my goodness and it's you know we're i've always thought that was just silly i just well if you watch any any high level sport you watch the tour de france you watch you know any kind of run marathon whatever and people are on the podium wearing their sponsored thing like that's what you yeah. do because you know like let, let's say i go and get a, a sponsorship from portillo's hot dogs portillo's oh, hot dogs and portillo's fuck it everybody likes portillo's hot dogs if you're in the chicago area and you don't have a portillo's hot dog right now well, you, you're probably just, you know, you're not hungry for a hot dog. I mean, <laughs> I don't really eat breakfast hot dogs, but you know, whatever. <laughs> anyway, but traditionally in the past, Spartans always got to eat first. That's the rule. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we feed yourself first, which I agree with. I think there's an important thing. But, you know, at a NASCAR race, you know, all these sponsors that aren't always sponsoring these cars, they're not sponsoring NASCAR itself all the time, but they're feeding into right. it. So I'm going to say to Spartan, like, Look at this, this, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to come into a world where you don't eat first. Well, I mean, and if they're not the ones serving out the plates, like you have to realize that, you know, these athletes, you know, there are a handful of athletes in our sport, not many, but there's a handful of athletes in our sport that this is their job full time, what they do, and they need to make a living somehow. So, you know, I, I'm all about supporting those that support you. And if these companies are supporting these athletes, then by God, they deserve their promotion I, too. It's just a sport of FOMO. And it's like, it's, it's this jealousy that gets me annoyed. Cause it's like suddenly, Oh, well, Ryan, you can't be sponsored by a battle frog. 
because we want you to wear our podium finisher shirts and our races because battle frogs not giving us money right right or but like can spartan get past that like i mean i don't know and there's, they do there's been they instances want. of that like the riverbend cds ben cd cbd stuff but you've never seen riverbend on jerseys i haven't seen riverbend on jerseys and there's multiple riverbend athletes right right um, no, ryan and Lindsay are both athletes from them but it's i've never seen them hawk it out on on the on the mm. kits that they make no no you're right um, but anyway so the, the pictures that i saw were all tasteful everybody's bits were covered so we'll see what spartan says now moving forward into other races if their temporary trial it was a success or if they're going to be buttheads about it i think this is going to push an important change in our sport and I hope it does, like, you have to manage it. It's like right. a, a close friend of mine that I went to, if people knew the way that I grew up, that I, I went to school in a two-room schoolhouse until probably about the sixth grade, um, you know, small church and everything. And one of those young men that I went to school with is now in the PGA. Um, okay. And he was, I, I was back home. I went to church randomly on one Sunday with him and got to talk to Adam for a second. And he's, he's doing very well in the PGA and, and, you know, going around, okay. he's like, logistically, he's like, Jacob, I got to, he's like, I'm in Florida. I'm practicing. I'm between stuff, trying to figure out logistics of travel budgets. Um, he's like, this is hard. Like, and, and solidifying sponsors and setting up budgets for the sponsors right. and, understanding what this looks like he's like it's a lot of work it's like yeah but that's I, I i will say this though unless you have a manager that's part of the game well i mean it's easy to say like it's it's minimizing to say well you just run races as your job well but yeah the race day is one blip on what you're doing i mean it's this is truly yeah. what you want to make your career out of you are managing your sponsors and your social media you have to. And your travel and your training and everything else in between. So, you know, like I said, it, it went fine. There's no reason for Spartan to now come back and say, no, 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 you can't do it anymore. So we'll see moving forward, but it was a good well, weekend in Utah. I didn't hear any, you know, drama llamas coming out of the actual race or anything like no, that it feel like it was played, a clean clean race pretty clean race yep yeah so that was um, it for for utah agreed agreed um so other than that we also had your dirty little poconos yeah so we had um the first and i think only um, I could be wrong on the only if they added another one, but at one point it was nope, I the, think only, it's the only um, tough fist mutter, which is a 12 hour event. Although this particular Canada. one was cut short to 11. Canada. Yeah. I, in America, I mean, I think okay. there's, there's other ones, but in America, there's only this one. Um, well, no, there's normally, stuff in Chicago. Oh yeah. I guess there is. They're that, doing though, Rockford yeah. and they're doing. Yeah. 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 There, so they're having four. more than there's one. There's four. There's okay. Vegas, there's toughest. There's Vegas, there's Chicago, toughest, toughest Vegas, toughest Poconos, toughest um, Rockford, and I, there should be one more, I think. Okay, well then obviously I'm delusional. Maybe it was last year there was only one. At one point there was only one. 
anyway, yeah. they had the first one then. <laughs> with toughest, it's supposed to be 12 hours, but this particular one was cut short an hour off the front end because of um, weather, but um, yeah. delayed start. But so it was 12, it was 11 hours long. Um, and we saw a lot of the typical names for Tough Mudder that you would expect, um, both on the men and women's side. The team aspect of the endurance mutters um, is picking up. I'm noticing a lot more competitive um, team attempts, um, both of the two people and four people. So that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, positive reviews from the event. People are saying good things. Although you remember when we were um, when we were crewing at the last World's Toughest when they were whipping out like random stupid crap in the festival for racers to do like take shots yeah. of Tabasco and all that. So they brought that to this event um, as a bypass to some of the electric obstacles they gave people an option to take shots of nasty stuff. And the th three things I've seen so far mentioned were hot sauce, Crisco and soy sauce. Ew. I can rate do them. soy Tabasco rate them. Rank them. Oh, to Tabasco, Tabasco, soy, soy Crisco. Crisco down the line. Easy. Nothing. Oh, see, I, I, I would reverse that for sure. I would do go Crisco. I'd go soy sauce first. Really? I mean, that's salty, but it's not going to hurt. Just consider a mustard shot. Yeah. Tabasco is nothing for me. Tabasco, I don't, I mean, it's nothing going down, but thinking about the heartburn and the burps afterwards, I don't know. My blood type is sriracha. I'm fine. <laughs> but Crisco swallowing. Can you imagine the, the coating in your throat of the, oh, uh, gross uh not not a fan but okay so coming up for me so i've got tough mutter columbus indiana here in two weeks mm -hmm. i would do a shot of crisco if they had it sitting there for me at the beginning of um oh of electric eel if they have electric eel or any of the electric obstacles right, on right. Tough, tougher mutter oh heartbeat heartbeat See, i like the like the electric obstacles don't bother me no you let me bypass something like like Everest or something else that's going to be like super taxing on me. Yeah. Then I'll do the shots, but. Nope. I want, I want something that's going to be like. All right. Everybody who's listening. If y'all are going to Tough Mudder in Indiana, I expect someone to bring Jacob a shot oh, of Crisco. Oh and oh I want God. a video of the Crisco Holy shot. Shit. Holy <laughs> shit. Well, I've, I've actually got a bunch of new camera equipment. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll take some footage. There you go. I need there. to see um, the liquid, the oil, the liquid oh Crisco oil as a shot. <laughs> I just, I just imagine what my shit will look like afterwards. And it's just Dude, like, right. It's like an oh enema, God. right? Be like and a it just, colon cleanse. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> be um, awful. Oh, so bad. Good but stuff. Anyway, good stuff. We also had one other big race. We had the Bone Frog. It's I'm a Bone Frog. Honest, I never really wrap my head around Bone Frog, and like, I know they've got like tiers and tridents and different length distances, and it's just always seemed kind of complicated to me. But they had a they had an event, um, that you know went off and um. It was, where was that one? That was in New Jersey. Yeah, it was um, New Jersey. Actually, very close to where I grew up, which was kind of weird. 
but yeah, so they had that this weekend. Um, and like I said, there were so many different races. I don't know what, there's a three and a six and a nine and an endurance and a trident. And a, I don't know what's what, but lots of good people did good things there. We'll just say that. <laughs> Absolutely. It looks like they were all at a good time, even though there was little water there. <laughs> um, right, as everybody right. was complaining about. Right. Um, really, that's not. Now, who ended up taking the win for? I, I know we had Evan Preparis on the podium there at Toughest Poconos. Who else was there? Um, so for those single people, the the one man event yep. or one, one man event, just give me one man distances. Okay. Leah. One man men, Hunter Holbrook. Evan Preparis and Patrick Aragon, all with Do we 50 have distances? miles. All with 50 miles. Okay, so it was a pretty quick course yeah. then. All with 50 miles in 11 hours um, and just separated by time. The women, we had Sarah Corba with 45 Corba. miles. Gotcha. And then second and third was Caitlin Bickowitz and Jess Parker, both with 40. That's intense. It's a good yeah, day at the, the office. Teams, the teams put up 50 miles. Um, the two-man, the four-man team put up uh, 55 miles. All right, got so, a bonus boy in there. Yeah, 11 yep. miles, that's cooking. 11, 11 hours, hours yeah. that is 11 hours yep. is cooking with that. Yep, yep. That's so. impressive. It's a good times. <sighs> but yeah, so another eventful times. weekend of racing. This coming weekend, I am not, well, I'm doing like a, local trail run but is there anything big going on this weekend i don't think so not for me i'm just getting uh putting down miles and just getting myself uh ready for toughest mother columbus indiana here um that is going to be nobody cares about it it's a throwaway race for somebody but i'm ready um i'm ready i guess i got that going for me Um, so that'll be into that'll be weekend after next weekend which is the same as Asheville. Um, and I'm, so- ready, I'm ready to see some Asheville action. I'm ready to see. So, okay, prediction. I want to do a quick predictions for Asheville while things are coming up because they've changed the rules this year on the national series because it's what, top four only count? Yeah, you're allowed to drop, is it four or three? I, I, that's what I was trying to remember. I believe it's three. Yeah, I think they, I think they dropped it to three. I, honestly, and this is why I struggle because I feel like we're doing a bad job reporting it, but shit changes so freaking much it does i don't even know like when they first came out they said five races all every race counts right then it was four and i i feel like they said three oh my gosh i don't know if you're if you want to do the national series go to the races just go so so here's the question though yeah with being able to pick and choose like that that gives vj a huge advantage because he didn't even have to deal with utah yeah. And he came I, out and win one Florida. I'm, I'm gonna put my money on 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 the Lindsay Ryan duo. I yep. just that they think they're gonna do well there. Have really capitalized on their time with training when everything was shut down and it shows. I think they're gonna do awesome. Now if if Hawk is gonna start traveling. Um, I don't know. He, he could give Ryan a run for his money for sure. I I'll tell you this. I would be interested to see. I think for me, I expect to see Hawk 
at Tahoe for the North American Championship. Oh, for sure. And and now with everything going on with the pro team debacle, Adkins at OCRWC that weekend. I I, I see shifts like that. Tahoe is going to depend on um, Saturday versus Sunday. Isn't that an issue? He won't race on Sundays. That's true. I forgot so about that. That's Kobe's problem is when they switched this the the championship race to Sunday instead of Saturday. Um, yeah. That Kobe, Kobe was wouldn't done. run. So I'll be curious. Yeah, but um, I would love I would love to see Hawk become a regular out there. I think it's great for the sport to just have more competition, more, more people, you know, young blood, give Ryan a run for his money. I think it's awesome. I think it's, it's that changing of the hands there. And it's just so interesting to see that. Right. Right. No, I think it's good, but we'll see. We'll see in Asheville. We'll see if he shows up and and who else shows up and we'll go from there. That we shall. Uh, Community kudos, Leah. You got anybody this week? I mean, I've been singing his praises the whole podcast. I think it's only fair to give it to Hawk. I think that um, coming out in a national series event and dominating the way he did for the majority of the race, um, you know, kudos to him. Good job. And kudos to Hobie for, you know, growing that. <laughs> yeah, that's who I wanted to give my kudos to. Um, Hobie, you know, you've been through some stuff. You've seen the rodeo and now you're raising a new generation of obstacle course racers that are out there just kicking ass. Yeah, man. Good work. Thumbs up, bro. You're, you're the, you are truly the MVP of the goat. Yep. The goat. Um, that's all we've got really this week. We'll catch that's you guys it. next week. As always, if you got something to say to us, want to reach out, feel free to, um, I'm bro secker on Instagram. Leah's OCR Leah. Yeah. Um, guys, we'll catch you next week. Take care. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 B